He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, good people. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Catherine, good to see you. All of you folks coming in on the different platforms. Damn good to see you. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. And there's plenty to cover today. But can I just, I, I'm going to start off a little differently today. Not really. I, I would say it's different. I'm, I'm just going to kind of go. scared as to where you're taking this now. <laughs> I'm just going to go on a weird tangent, which I guess is really just the same as all this. But can I just tell you, I love my in-laws. I really do. Okay. I don't even like the term in-laws. My, my in-laws are great. My brother's wives, in-laws, great. Like all of our family, just, it just works. It's really good for us. We're one big family. But I do get it's not that way for everyone, right? There, and there's jokes about it because of that. There's people who, who, who always pick on in-laws. And at this, at this point in the show, especially you new folks, are like, what the hell is Drew talking about? And I'm not 100% certain. No, I am. It's actually. almost like you got in trouble, and now you're trying to. I know. I'm like walking myself <laughs> you're trying out of to it. Clean up. No, no, no. So the reason Look, I bring I it up. I said it on my show. <laughs> I, I, I told a big audience. Um, no, I bring it up because I love that there's a person on Facebook whose name is Facebook user. That's awesome. Um, I'm surprised you could get that, but I bring it up because there's some awkwardness that's going to be happening at the dinner table out in communist California at Gavin Newsom's next family gathering, because as it turns out the potential 2024 DNC nominee Biden's not, it's not going to be Biden. Definitely not going to be cam cam. So there's, there's talk we've talked about on the show before that it could be Gavin Newsom, which is is to me hilarious, but it also makes sense for them. But his father-in-law, a gentleman by the name of Kenneth Siebel, apparently donated to governor America's governor, Ron DeSantis. All right. So, so, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's something right there. Right. And he's, and he's got a history, I guess, of, of donating to GOP candidates. He's done it according to federal election uh, commission filings. He's done it for Republican Senator Ron Johnson, Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley. And now Ron DeSantis who he and, and you know Newsom traveled to Florida is is ripped. I mean, he, he there's a spat between the two, and it's it's potentially the the race that you're going to see in 2024. But I mean, honestly, how does that dinner conversation go? So yeah, it's going to be that awkward silence at Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be like, can but you? Course, uh, hey, uh, Kenneth. Of course, he's going to be like everything's great you know like, yeah like you know because he's he, obviously he's he he loves supporting them and that's fantastic but yeah it will be awkward yeah or he just won't be invited sorry we're not having thanksgiving this year and then he's gonna see all the posts of them having thanksgiving i'm curious if he becomes like you know gavin's a smug arrogant douche so either he totally p- plays smug arrogant douche here which is predictable or does he kind of go into like Mr. Siebel, could you please pass the carrots? Like, does he does he go back to calling her dad Mr.? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's well, interesting. I, get- I love that it's happening. I love that there's some discomfort there because he's caused discomfort for so many people. So many people, in fact, 
that they've been moving out of his state in droves. In droves. Or, or will he realize, hey, obviously, new, you know, Gavin doesn't like this. Then will he donate to something that Gavin's doing? You know, just to kind of see, I, I equal share amount of money going both places. <laughs> I mean, but you know? still, you'd think that. I mean, like if if you tell me that, if I'm Gavin, okay, I'm not that big of a douche. But if I'm Gavin, and I find out, hey, you donated to one of my political rivals. Okay, I'll donate to you too. That still doesn't feel good. You've still it doesn't erase what happened. I don't know. You know I don't know. It's interesting. Hey. Or maybe he's like, hey, you know what? That's the way he leans politically, and that's it. You know, he at the end of the day, it's like you know you like it was that's. It's his father-in-law. You know, it's, it is what it is. It is what know? it is. Well, and, and, and AK girl says doubtful the in-laws even invite him to dinner. It's probably true. And honestly, they're probably so <laughs> disappointed. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but, but she, and I forget her name, Gavin's wife. She seems so smug and awful too. She just does. So maybe it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're actually not even close anymore, which I don't ever root for. I don't ever want families to be torn apart, but maybe that's the case. I don't know. Either way, I've taken us off course. I'm thankful uh, I don't Jennifer have to deal with that. Siebel. Jennifer Siebel Newsom. Jennifer Siebel Newsom. S-I-E-B-E-O? Yeah, I don't know if it's Siebel, Seibel, whatever. No one cares. Um, that was 2008. Now, from 2001 to 2006, he was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yes. But now it's Jennifer Seibel. I didn't. I say yes there. I actually didn't know that. So she was married to him before, and now she's flip sides? That's not right. She wasn't That's, married to Guilfoyle. I, I, we're not going to take time to look that. I, you you mean, look it up. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now, and it says Gavin Newsom wife, 2008, Jennifer Seibel, 2001 to 2006, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's 2008 to now or just 2008, and that that was it. Interesting. Anyways, let's let's carry on with the show. Let's get to <laughs> uh, to question of the day. And and this this question today, I got to tell you, it's 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 gonna seem kind of strange, and it is. But there's a reason we're gonna we're gonna circle back. Someone say, hey, circle back, Drew. We're gonna circle back to this, I promise. And the question is this: Get Italian for a second, okay? And tell me, do you like tomato sauce or Alfredo sauce? I love it. <laughs> so be inspired with the music um, and and send in your answers as you do, guys. I very, very much encourage you to get over to HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Drew. You can get a free home title scan. All you got to do is plug in your address and you can see whether you have been compromised or not. It is so stinking easy these days for people to do it. It is a rising crime. We've had Matthew Cox on the show who did it himself, went to prison for it, and is now explaining how easy it is for he and, and, and others to, to, to go and execute this crime, which puts you in an awful situation. Their name becomes the name, the official name on the deed. They can take out home equity loans. They can take out lines of credit, all this stuff, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it unless you have home title lock. Home, homeowners insurance, most fraud and identity protection programs do not cover this. The only way that you can be safe is go and get this very low-cost security blanket that is Home Title Lock. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Drew. Again, you can get a free title scan. Just go check at minimum. Go check to make sure you're still good. 
And then I highly encourage you to sign up. Again, it's 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 so cheap and reasonable to do. And and the best part is, is regardless of what it costs, you have the peace of mind of knowing someone's looking out for you, scanning and monitoring things 24-7. Again, it's hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Get on over there, folks. A lot of you have already. There's no reason not to do this. All right, let's get to some to some sauce answers here. And I think our graphic had tomato smelled wrong, whatever. It is what it is. No one knows. Now people don't even know if it's a fruit or a vegetable. So how, how are they going to catch up on that? Tomato, right? tomato. Right? So we've got lots of answers flowing in. Slaughterhound says tomato. Triker Mary, tomato. Joe, tomato. Brian, tomato. Jane, tomato. Slaughterhound does say, though, does clarify, but can eat Alfredo. So just so you know. Kay says Alfredo. Mary, tomato. Tomato says Shirley. Both says June. I like it, Jeff. Alfredo. Everyone does the winner get his preferred sauce. Maybe Raven Six. Good to see you, by the way. <laughs> Gone one. Good to see you as well, tomato. Um, Shirley knows the answer. It's a tomato over there. Uh, it's a fruit, excuse me. Um, tomato, tomato. I prefer Alfredo. Says, so uh, people who are joining, by the way, right now are like, all he Steer, does tomato, is say tomato, tomato Alfredo. Tomato. Like, it sounds like he's an auctioneer. Like, what's he doing? No, it's question of the day. Do you like tomato sauce or Alfredo sauce better? Tomato sauce definitely dominating. What's your answer, Disco? Well, Texas Panhandle Patriot on Rumble says, ask a great question. On what? Because, you know, I'm not a fan of Alfredo on a pizza. You know, like that's, I just, I, I don't know, just not. Okay, well, let's assume but we're I, talking pasta. <clears throat> So for me, and this is my honest, uh, I love when you mix the two. And it's like a cigarosa sauce or something, whatever you want to call it, vodka sauce, whatever it is. I like it when they're together. That's cigarosa, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, right. that's, my, that's my answer. So. Texas Panhandle. Drew, how are you going to catch up? I see what you did there. Hey-o! <laughs> um, yeah, I... Oh, man, it's the Chef Drew show. You're right, Raven Six. I, seriously, I'm thinking of doing that since everything else I do gets banned and censored everywhere. Um, Why not? I, I think um, I'm torn because I love a good carbonara. I love, mm -hmm. you know, that mm -hmm. creamy sauce. Sometimes so it's a good. little rich for your, for your little tum-tum or as, as an old yeah. man, a big tum-tum. But, but I think... Um, Default, I'm going to go red sauce with, as Chuck kind of clarifies here too, I want some meat in it. I want some like beef and onions in it. And then I want to load the crap out of the top of it with some Parmesan cheese, ideally Parmesan cheese. fresh. Um, but gosh, I do love Alfredo. So we do, my wife and I do um, carbonara or kind of like a fettuccine Alfredo type deal on Christmas Eve. We watch the kids go down. We wrap the presents, the, the last ones, which always should be done. They never are. And it's like, all right, we're going to be ahead this year. And then you're like scrambling, getting them wrapped, getting the rest of the stuff wrapped. And then we'll watch a movie and we'll, we'll have some of that. And it's, it's delightful. Just our time. Um, okay. Like I said, we'll circle back to that. that. That will come back up again. And maybe some of you have a hint as to why. And the rest of you are like, seriously, why the hell are we talking about tomatoes and Alfredo sauce? Just wait. Just wait. But in the meantime... Joe Biden was given a microphone again. It always blows my mind when they give him one, when they let him leave his house, period. And he started by showing that he doesn't know the difference between the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence with this little gaffe right here. Folks, let's remember who in God's name we are.
I really mean it. What our values are. What we believe. We the people. That's how our Constitution starts, the Declaration. We the people. You. That's who we are. That's who we are. I don't. At least he saved himself. (laughs) I mean, he did save himself, but come on. Again, I, I I say this all the time when he makes gas, which is which is every five minutes. But every, everyone does. You're allowed to do it. I do every day. I'll stumble over a word. I'll say the wrong thing. I'll question myself, whatever. I'm not the president of the United States. I'm not supposed to be this. I, 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 I in fact, relish the fact that I'm not super put together. I just tell you what I think not perfect i'm an average human that has an audience and a show and and we have a good time together you're when when you're the president you got to be buttoned up you got to have your your crap together and i know he's not actually running things but again as i always say the guy that you're you're pretending is running things needs to seem like he knows what he's doing and he doesn't but one of the biggest we and we've got lots of clips from from joe this week but one of the biggest ones and he said this exact same thing before is he threatened americans again when he said this and for those brave right-wing americans who say it's all about keeping america keeping america's independent and safe if you want to fight against the country you need an f-15 you need something a little more than a gun no, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. That's you. So, again, he said this before, but there he is essentially threatening to airstrike your house if you're not on his team, which, by the way, a lot of us aren't. As June yeah, says, they're going to waste, they're gonna waste uh, taxpayer dollars in, in, in jet fuel to send an F-15 to someone's random home to drop down some fire. If you... Okay. If YouTube won't get rid of Drew once and for all, we'll blow his house up. <laughs> I mean, they already do the practice runs over your house. So, I mean, you know. That's, that's true. You know. <laughs> Just, you know what? Uh, whatever. Um, but, he, I mean, he said this line before. He said this thing. He and his handlers, moreover, know that it's divisive. They know that it's not a comment that brings people together, makes them feel all warm and fuzzy as you threaten law-abiding gun owners in america saying hey you don't have a chance don't have a chance because whether you've got a he and i'm making that like he'd say like ar-32 like he'd say the wrong gun thing right whether you have an assault weapon not a real thing or not you don't have an f-15 no we don't but you don't necessarily either not everyone's on your side here joe but regardless you don't you don't threaten that. And I love everyone saying, I love when he says, I'm not kidding or, or no, no, seriously, listen. Like whenever he does that, it's great when he goes off script. But what's funny about this, and I'm going to come back to the mill thing in a second. But what's funny about this is that they, this administration, the radical left writ large, have ramped up the whole pro-America conservatives. They're, they're fascist, that whole narrative, right? And they're doing it ahead of midterms. They're doing it for, for, for a strategic reason on their side, of course. Which the whole concept of is categorically insane on its face, but this is coming from people who have who have weaponized agencies to go after Trump, from people in an administration who have arrested his supporters. 
and advisors. They've used the mainstream media for years now to divide the people. There's, there's perhaps no bigger enemy than, than the media. They impeached tr Trump twice without facts, only on emotions, in rapid form, two times. Again, despite no credible evidence, and in the case of the last one, people coming out afterwards saying, like, actually, yeah, it, that doesn't seem right. Shouldn't have been the case. Even CNN said that. So these guys who were acting like fascists and, and are, in fact, are just simply doing the, the, the you know, time-old, you know, lazy approach that the Democrats always do of just being, of projecting, of saying, hey, you know what? Maybe they'll fall for it if we, the fascists, say, Everyone, those guys are being fascist. Those guys are being racist. Those guys are being whatever, whatever it is. That's all they got to do is just throw it out there. And it is a concern. We've talked about this before. We're not going to dive into this because we've talked about it before. But the, the concern I do have with him making threats like that is you've got a military who, as it stood you know, in years past, and even to, to a larger extent right now, is not on Joe's side. They signed up. They love this country. They're not about what he is doing. But, but, well, I would say right now, there's a lot of people who would say, no, we're not doing what you want us to do. We're not going to go. We're not going to cross this absurd and ridiculous line and go against our fellow countrymen. They are, they are, Quietly, as we always talking about purging our military of the warriors, they're putting in willing pawns who are willing to do anything and everything they say because they feel like they're on the right team, the winning team. They're not. And at some point, this becomes a much more scary and, and realistic situation. It's not there now, but you should not have the president of the United States threatening his people, calling them right wingers. I hate that term. Are there right-wingers? Yes. Are there alt-right people, crazy people, conspiracy theorists, all those things? Absolutely. But just because you don't agree with what they say and or you love your country does not make you a right-winger. And if it does, since definitions change all the time these days, then by all means, I guess you can start calling me that. But speaking of uh, weapons and lies, yeah, warhorsing, I'm about to say that. Speaking of weapons and lies, listen to this little doozy right here. Do you realize the bullet out of an AR-15 travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun? Huh. That's interesting. I mean, it's not true at all. An interesting statement. Again, they think you're stupid, and, and the people in that room, because they, they chose to show up and listen to this guy, are in fact stupid. I mean, if you're going to, like, why don't you, since they're all about just making things up, why don't you just say it's a million times faster? Like, put a sexier number on there. Did you know that the rounds from an AR-15 travel, fa they, they travel at, what is it, ludicrous speed in Spaceballs? Is that what the speed was? Um, I think it was ludicrous speed. Whatever. Just say a million times faster. They, guys, it's not 4X, it's not 5X, it's not... Like, stop it. That's not true. Literally all of the points that they ever make on the Second Amendment that they desperately want to strip away from you, despite saying, I've got two shotguns, I don't want to take it away. Yes, yes they do. 
but all the key pillars, all the points that they make are complete and utter bullshit. They're not true at all. And somehow they get away with it. You're going to have a, a New York Times or Washington Post article or HuffPost, whoever, fill in the book, Salon, you name it, writing articles this week. Like, can you believe that people are allowed to have these? They shoot five times fat. No, stop it. No, they don't. No, they don't. But it wouldn't be a Joe well, Biden. Go ahead. Let's say I, I just got some. I just wanted to look up the F-15. And most some of you probably already know this. But the last F-15 was retired back in 2009. So the F-15 is not even in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's kind of where Joe is in his head. Like he hasn't been Maybe, with it yeah. in a long time. So he does. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he's he. He's never even heard. Like, if you told him about like an F twenty two or an F thirty five or something like that, he'd be like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we don't have the technology for that." <laughs> yeah, but that's that to me. That's where he's like, you know, he's trying to bring up something more relative, so that he, you know, but he's like, "Oh, the F fifteen, but they've been retired." Yeah, you know, all the models. There was eleven hundred and ninety eight of them made, and all of them have been uh, the A, B, C, D, J, and D J. They've all been retired. So, so he makes up weapons that don't exist, makes up facts about weapons that aren't true, and he's yeah. But I mean, hey, I guess if they've been decommissioned, maybe the you know maybe the main public can buy them now. You know, I mean, because the government's not using them. Yeah, I mean, hell, why not? I'll get one. But it wouldn't be a Joe Biden experience and engagement if he didn't awkwardly talk to a young child like he does here. How are you, baby? How old are you? Whoa. How old are you? Almost double figures. Well, look, folks. That's sniffing age right there, Joe. I love that he says baby. I mean, seriously, could you be more of a creep? Leave the kids alone. But he, he can't help himself. He sees one out there. like he. That's why he probably lost train of thought a lot of the time, not just purely because of his dementia. But it's like, I'm supposed to be talking about p policy. Hello, little kid. Like, I mean, like, he's yeah, he's sick. I mean, if you would have said, hey, how, how old are you, kiddo? That would have been different. But him saying, how old are you, baby? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, really, it sends like a shiver down your spine. Ugh. That's who he is. President of the United States, folks. President of the United States. Um, <laughs> so he also tried to talk about and slam the events of the of, of january 6th which of, of course to democrats is is worse than pearl harbor 9-11 all those things combined in their eyes listen to what he said here imagine joe if you turned on the television in washington dc and saw a mob of a thousand people storming down the hallways of the parliament breaking down the doors trying to overturn an outcome of election and killing several police officers in the meantime. Imagine. Imagine what you'd think. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine if what he was saying was, was true and accurate. Look, it was not a good day. We, we get that. I say that all the time. But no police officers were killed. Babbitt was killed. Again, not a good look for the day but like this how, how how much longer are people going to think that that's actually happened just by listening to them and the answer is is they're going to 
probably in perpetuity because the mainstream media and people like Joe keep saying that. But it's not true. It's not true. As June said, imagine if he ever told the truth. It would be remarkable. It would be remarkable. I can't, I'm going to show you later, pretty soon here actually, what Lisa Booth said about him, which, which is perfect. It's perfect what she said about him. She's usually on point. She was on point again. But real quick, we got to get his basketball story because he's got to go racist too, right? I mean, he's speaking. He's got a microphone. He's, he's got to go that direction. Here's what he said there. Like how he's holding a microphone, plus there's microphones on the it, it, Exactly, yeah. on the podium. That's, that's, yeah. that's part. If I can just interject for a moment. My deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down on the east side, the, what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. So that was a twofer because you get, you get your dead son, Bo, in there, which he always used for political points, and you get the racist comment in there. That's vintage Biden. Vintage Biden. How, why, why do you always want to bring up that story about being a lifeguard? At least he didn't go into his legs in the sun and the lotion and the, uh, I watched that clip again this morning. I, I didn't want to make you endure it again, but here's what Lisa had to say about him. Lisa Booth, who I'm a big fan of summed up Joe pretty well for us here in this Fox clip. Take a listen today. Well, look, I think Joe Biden would love to stir things up because he would love to give the FBI and the DOJ an excuse to further weaponize against Americans and against patriotic Americans. You know, and the guy who is actively trying to imprison his political opponent wants to talk about fascism, right? Unless he's giving an instructional how to be a fascist, he has no leg to stand on here. But one of the biggest lies that Americans were told is that Joe Biden is a good guy. If you think about it, this is a guy who led two of the most terrible confirmation hearings in American history, where he smeared and slandered Robert Bork and Clarence Thomas when he was the Senate Judiciary Chairman. Mary Ellen Bork, the late Robert Bork's wife, even wrote to The Wall Street Journal heading into the 2020 election, warning us that Joe Biden is a man without a compass who viciously smeared and led a, a character assassination against her late husband. This guy is a prolific liar. He is a plagiarist, had a dropout of a previous presidential race because of that. And the only reason anyone thinks Joe Biden is a good man is because he has suffered so much loss and he uses that loss. He uses that grief for political purposes as both a shield and a sword, as we saw when he got 13 service members killed and then tried to invoke the death of his late son who died of cancer who did not die in the line of duty. So one of the biggest lies we were ever told is that Joe Biden is a good man. He is a terrible president, and even worse human being. You know, the president has really... I, that's awesome. Love, I love all of Lisa's takes. Drop the mic. She dropped, I mean, she, I mean, she, I mean <laughs> she just does. And look, there's, there's, there's people at Fox who have disappointed us and are awful, and the network as a whole has gone the wrong direction. There's some good people there. Lisa's one of them. We follow each other on Twitter. She's awesome. She's much bigger than, than my Twitter following. But I love her, um, and I love what she just said there, because it's so true. 
He's just, it's pure and simple. He's not a good guy. End of my, drop the mic. Like you said, just go end of story. That's it. Like there's not even a conversation. You can't have a conversation about it. And for anyone who's like, anyways, let's move on from Joe. I'm done with Joe for today. It's ridiculous. This charade, what we're enduring as a country, the stuff that he continues to peddle. It's just, man, it's ridiculous. All right, everyone smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. Be sure you are subscribed on said platform and then keep engaging in the chat, guys. Keep sharing, doing all of that stuff. All of it helps push back with the algorithms. Um, Let's do this next one without the music today, Disco, because I think it's creepy enough what we're going through right now in this country with crazy inflation, crazy prices at the pump, all of that stuff. Recession. I mean, we're in a recession. Again, he won't tell you that. But you're paying more taxes on an individual level, on a corporate level. And the economy is in tatters, all of which is affecting each and every one of us. And whether you've got a lot of savings or a little savings, it's going to affect you. You can, you can kiss your retirement savings goodbye if you don't take these next steps and head on over and get a free gold and IRA silver, uh, excuse me, gold and silver IRA kit which you can do at DrewLovesGold.com. We've partnered with GoldCo, who's got your back. They see what Biden and this administration are doing to our economy and what it's doing to your individual accounts. Using the free gold and silver IRA kit couldn't be easier. You don't need to be rich to use it. You don't have to be a tax expert or some economic master to do it. It, They will help walk you through it. It's super, super easy to follow, and it could protect you from his attack on your retirement savings. So head on over again to DrewLovesGold.com right now. Get your free gold and silver IRA kit. It's up to you whether you go on from there. But get the information sent to you and then make an informed decision. Again, it's over at DrewLovesGold.com. All right. So this is just too good right here. Remember Michael Cohen? He's the dude who served previously as one of Trump's lawyers. And I say this all the time. Remember, Trump hired some bad people. Trump hired some bad people. Well, Cohen claimed this week on a show called Mornings with Zerlina over on Sirius XM that Trump won't run for president again in 2024. And I don't disagree completely. I'm not certain that he will either. But here's why he said it. He said that Trump will not run again in 2024 because he doesn't want to go up against... Liz Cheney. Oh, no. (laughs) Liz Cheney. (laughs) I mean, specifically, he said this. I do quote, I do not believe Trump's going to run. First of all, he knows that he can't win the general election statistically, and his fragile ego will not allow him to be a two-time loser. I just want to be very clear on that. He continued, second, I believe that if, in fact, that he runs, he is not just going to get the nomination by the Republican Party, by the RNC. There are going to be plenty of people that are going to challenge him, and rightfully so. But Cohen really believes that Liz Cheney, who just got her ass whooped in, in the Wyoming primary, primary is, is going to stop Trump from running. He went on saying, she already stated if he's running, I'm running too. 
Uh, and there's there's so many others. I'm just reading exactly as quote many others that you want to. Ron DeSantis. He's already lost in a poll to 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 Ron DeSantis, who I think is possible equally or even greater of a threat to this democracy than even Donald. First of all, he's smarter than Donald, and I think he's more sinister. So he's bashing on Trump. He's bashing on DeSantis, and he's saying that Trump's not going to run because he's scared of Liz Cheney. Now, that's something. It's not true. Now, here's the one thing. Here's the one thing that I agree with him. I do think, and I don't think he's wrong here, and some of you might disagree or might get your, your panties in a water over this, but I do think the statement that he made about his ego, we all know Trump's got an ego. If he thinks he's not going to win, it's not because of Liz Cheney, but if he thinks he's not going to win for whatever reason, I don't think he'll do it because I don't think he wants to stomach that again. And, and whether you've got an ego or not, no one wants to lose again but i vehemently disagree that he's concerned of cheney concerned by cheney no one is she's she's useless now in terms of running against him there could be some issues if she runs as a third party independent and takes votes she she's not gonna take many but she could take some but she also could take some from the left too so it could it could benefit um but no one's going to beat him in the RNC. And look, I, I, I tend to think it's time for us to move on. As great of a president as he was, I, I think it's going to be tricky. I don't think, I don't think Liz Cheney is going to get in the way, though. I, I, don't, I don't think that he's scared of her, though. I think Liz Cheney, Michael Cohen, these other people are scared of him because, again, he doesn't do things the way that politicians want things to be done. And that's, 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 that's how they operate. They're terrified of him. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. I don't know where it goes. I don't know who the nominee is. I don't have a crystal ball. I it's, think he's better served it, playing Kingmaker. But... If he wants to run and he chooses to run, no one in the RNC stops him. He, he wins that primary easily. Whether they want him to or not, he wins that primary easily. And then it's just a matter of what they can or cannot do in the election in 2024 to stop him again. So uh, if he chooses to run, he, he, he wins. And frankly, I think DeSantis does too. If Trump, if Trump doesn't run. I mean, I think, I think either one of those guys... Are 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 set up? It, you know, to me, it's like I was, <laughs> why would Cohen come out and say that? Because everyone knows, right or left, doesn't matter that that's not true. But it's like he's like, well, you know, scare tactics. Yeah, you know, let's just put the word scare in there somewhere, and we'll, you know, like <laughs> we'll be fine. You right. know, because it just it makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's no there's no way anyone left in their right mind thinks that Trump is afraid of Liz Cheney. No, no, it's, it, yeah. Well, or Michael Beto Cohen's a little bitch. He just is. Like, I, I don't care if if you if you think that that Trump is good or bad, whatever. You pick your poison. To, you know, vote who you want to vote for. But if 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 you think Michael Cohen is a reasonable or rational human being, you're wrong. If you think he's scared of of Cheney, you're wrong. 
<clears throat> All right, June, June keeps saying this. I don't disagree with you, June. You ain't getting Ron in 2024. I agree. I, I, would, I, I think it's way more important to keep your better people on the local level. I just don't know if you can stop that momentum right now. If Trump doesn't win, it's got to be him. If Trump doesn't run, I should say, it's got to be him. I, I would love to keep him here. I would love to keep him here for a long, long time. I think a lot of people would. He's done such a phenomenal job. It's great. Combined, as F News says, they'd be 12 years, possibly. Possibly. But again, it's, it's never that easy. The other side plays for keeps. Our side doesn't. We don't necessarily need Florida on the ticket for VP. The names would be great. But then you've got, you've got two, basically two Florida votes on the ticket. I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But, <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Lots of fun little trolls over on, on YouTube um, who've got to hate the, the increasing uh, prices of pizza pockets and all that stuff right now. But we're glad you're here regardless. Have fun. Don't get out of control. We'll boot you, but otherwise, just have fun. You can be as miserable as you want to be. Okay, let's talk food for a second, okay? And I promise there's some seriousness here, and I promise we're going to come back to tomato and Alfredo while we got into that earlier, which is, which is not serious. But this part is serious because there's some oddities with this that everyone should – I don't have all the answers to this. But as we've talked about before – there's, there's some serious concerns, and there should be at least some questions that come up as it pertains to these stories. So let's, let's start with what happened here <clears throat> to very little fanfare or coverage this weekend uh, in California when another food processing plant burned to the ground. We want to get to breaking news right now from Montebello. This is the scene out there on West Olympic. This is where firefighters say there has been a fire at a poultry processing plant. You can see uh, firefighters pretty much trying to surround and round this building right now, Ross. Yeah, firefighters haven't been on scene that long, and this is always the first attempt just to get the fire under mm -hmm. control. They have a huge response here, uh, this being a processing plant. We imagine there's all sorts of equipment inside there. Fortunately, because it's a Sunday, we're also imagining that there aren't many people at work there. You don't see a lot of cars surrounding the facility on the street. Uh, again, it's surround and drowned firefighters mm -hmm. on scene, and it looks like they're rapidly getting this fire at a poultry processing facility in Montebello under control. It's a breaking story, and new information, of course, we'll get. All right, so another fire, right? I love the, the, the local news. Local news is just the worst, but I love the I love the, uh, the description on, on how they're, they're just reporting on the fire. Anyways, moving on here. We talked about this earlier. I don't know. It's, it's probably been months now. But, you know, one of the, the guys on the team does some research, searches on Google about all the food processing plants that have gone down this year. Okay? Google's first response is a fact check that there's no, you know, <laughs> th there's no larger effort to get rid of food processing to trigger U.S. food shortages. Okay, so that's not a good start. When, when that comes out the gate, it's not a good start in this crazy-ass world that we live in today. That, that should tell you a lot right there. And at least, at least it should be like, well, but, but can't we just ask questions? Which is all I'm saying here. It doesn't no, list the fires. Ask questions? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not possible anymore. But 
we we read i won't even read through this whole list again because we got to get to booze and banter here soon but like i mean literally we're over 46 i over i think we're over 50 now this year alone food processing facilities in this country that have been burned down and or had planes crash into them in the case of, of two instances and there's some big ones too. Again, no fanfare or, or 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 serious news coverage over this. But pork, chicken. There's a hot pockets. I joked about hot pockets earlier. There's one of those. Lots of these places. General Mills. Burned down up in flames. In in this year alone. Well over a hundred over the last two years. But this year alone. In this, but in the same industry. And and my question is, is why can't we say that this is weird? This is suspicious. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's purely coincidence. And I, I frankly hope that it is. But it's it's pretty odd, right? When it's like, oh, well, we don't want you driving gas cars anymore. And then all of the car dealerships that sell gas vehicles start, you know, Burning down, blowing up, whatever. We've got a food supply supply chain crisis and a food chain crisis. Both, obviously, are joined at the hip. And you've got all of these places burning down. It should spurn questions. It should spurn lots of questions. And it should spurn more questions when you, you ask a question and you're told, don't ask questions. Now, you're silly for asking questions. Again, I don't, I don't know the exact reason behind all of it. I don't know what's going on, what's not going on. But, I, but I, I'm way more curious when you tell me I can't ask questions. Same thing about the election. We, we, you can't ask questions about the election. Same thing about COVID. You can't ask questions about that. When you do that, all it does is raise everyone's bullshit meter. When in some, some cases, maybe there's not reason for that to even go up now i feel like we should have a bullshit meter why don't we have a bullshit meter graphic <laughs> i don't i don't know i mean like I stadiums <laughs> have like the decibel you know graphics like it's going it's going it's going yeah yeah i it's but again you know another one burned down this weekend and no one's talking about it and i think that that's wrong i think that there should be people Asking questions about this. Trent, good to see you from Australia. Thanks for joining. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. But <clears throat> we're not allowed to because it's 2022 and, and, and you can't have, can't have reasoning. Tim, I definitely challenge you to, to say that in person, my friend. Um, but don't, you know, don't worry. We, we've got something lighthearted to finish on here. We asked about tomato sauce. We asked about Alfredo. We asked about all that stuff at the beginning of the show. And there's a reason, because both sauces are delicious. Food is, is important for life and sustenance. But also because we've, we've got a couple events that happened that have to do with both in, in this. Uh, I, 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 Disco's got a bumper for it, so we'll just play this and we'll talk yeah. about it.
Okay, so we, we've gone full Italian here. I love it. So you've got out in uh, California a huge cra- a car crash, you know, truck crash. A big rig was hauling tomatoes, okay, hauling tomatoes, crashes on the center divide or through the center divide and spills a crap ton of tomatoes all over the road. Other cars couldn't stop. Additional accidents were happening because they were slipping and sliding over tomatoes, which is just crazy. Have you ever seen? I mean, it's it it's like a we. I don't even know what. I, I wouldn't say it's a scene from a movie because I don't know why you'd smash tomatoes on the yeah, road. No, it, well, it would be like the the crash scene in Blues Brothers, where all the yes. cop cars just keep piling up, you know. But uh, which they actually shut down the highway for that. My dad uh, lived in Chicago at the time when that happened. He said, you know, like they actually shut the highway. But it's crazy. You can see the tire marks in that in the tomatoes in the tomatoes there. Like, yeah, you sure can. So we had some tomatoes spill and then you're like, okay, fine. So there was a tomato crash. Well, in the same week in Memphis, Tennessee, a truck crashed. And you had Alfredo all over the place, all over the place. You can still see tomatoes a, there. I think we have a video of it. I'm not oh, sure do? if there's audio or not. Yeah. Oh, ah, well, let's just play it. What the hell? I mean, that's a lot of cream. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Now, so, like that, that the, the amount of sauce on the ground, I feel like I'm going to just pull it, you know, pull it back here. I'm not going to play it. I feel like I'm, it's like you're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, like this is supposed to be the blood on the ground. It's excessive. Yeah, it's it very excessive. So much. Slip but, and slide, yeah. says Sunshine Happy Lady. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, that would be, I mean, that'd I'm, be a, I'm going to be, be honest. I don't love like eating things off the ground. I have standards. The tomato thing doesn't necessarily just on their own doesn't do it for me. Although I had some great, what are the big uh, steak tomatoes? Is that what they're called? The big ones? Great, beef, yeah, like beef yeah, tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, beef tomato on the on uh, as as like a side the other day. It was it was delightful. But the Alfredo sauce, I might stop and like see if I can get a deep puddle and not touch the road, but like get like, <laughs> like I, I'm I, I might have like a George Costanza moment where he takes the eclair out of the trash can. Like it's just, I mean, it happens. Now, I would love it if when the camera, let me go back to here. It, it would have been great if when the camera went over to the top of the bridge, there should have been like an olive, like an olive garden truck in the background with breadsticks. Yes. Yeah, that was, <laughs> people lining up like, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> I oh, love man. it. Well, I mean, look. I tend to pick on olive garden every once in a while because it's it's. You know, just the real chainy kind of places. I'm just not a huge yeah. fan of. I like their breadsticks, man. Oh, the breadsticks are great. <sighs> the Alfredo's fantastic. Like I want, like right now, I want that desperately. I might skip booze and banter and go find the nearest Olive Garden. <laughs> I'll send video just of like grease on my face as I stuff another bread breadstick in. It'll it'll look like Kamala Harris is going to town oh, in just, an Italian just, restaurant. Just have it delivered to the studio, and then you know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is the age of DoorDash, but they're not going to be hot. You need them hot. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I feel like Olive Garden missed the beat on that one. You know, they they they, they definitely they like send a truck there now. You know. 
Um, F News, I think you're right. F News just said over on YouTube, you should all go to Locals. It's better chat. You can really share. You can. And guess what, folks? I just shared the link, and that's about where we're going to go because it's that time of day. The show's coming to an end here. We're going to head on over to Booze and Banter, which for those of you who are new, is the more casual, more intimate ending part of the show. Not intimate like that, although we're not ruling things out. But it's, it's where we, we pour ourselves a drink. You guys can bring some questions. We'll get into a couple topics that we didn't get to in the show. What, again, whatever else you guys want to get into. So we'll be doing that over on Locals. Again, it's You can get on over there. It's a sh very small fee. Five bucks a month. It starts at five bucks a month. And that's less than a, you know, way less than a cup of coffee a day. It's less, it's about a cup of coffee a month. So get on over there, do that, hang out, Bill. Wait, I just got here. Sorry, Bill. You got to get on over there. Come on over to locals. Come on over to locals. Have some fun. We'll look forward to seeing you there. The rest of you, we'll see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern on all the major platforms. Be safe, be smart, be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.